computer science majors, there's hope for you. And let, let me explain why. Just yesterday, Saturday, 10 10 2020, Pope Francis beatified Carlo Acuti. Carlo was born in 1991 and he lived most of his, of his life in Milan, Italy. He was born to a non practicing family. And from an early age, he developed a strong faith and especially a love for the Eucharist that he was able to receive by a special uh, permission at the age of seven. And he lived a very normal life. He was a good student and a good friend. Deep in his faith, he would go to daily mass. He liked to play PlayStation with moderation, of course. He helped the homeless in Milan. Milan. And when he was nine, he started to learn how to program computers. He was very techy. He wanted to evangelize through social media. And after two years of research and traveling all locations where Eucharistic miracles had happened, he developed an exhibit online to promote devotion to the Eucharist. So if Carlo Acuti is in heaven, there's hope for computer science majors, which is a good news in this night. He died of leukemia when he was 15 years old, and his body is incorrupt, which is something amazing. I, I watched uh, videos, and you can see them on YouTube, that just on Saturday they uncovered the coffin where he was placed in Assisi, the place where he asked to be buried. And at the opening of the coffin, you can see this young man who seems to be asleep in a very quiet and peaceful way. He's dressed in a sweatshirt, blue jeans, and Nikes on his feet. You can see the Nikes. I think it's a good promotion for the company. You can see the, the sneakers. Nothing extraordinary about his clothing, his outward clothing, but you can tell just by looking at this one person that he is clothed with the new garments of holiness. There's something to him. You can see him dressed in a garment of holiness. And in the gospel today, we hear of an invitation to a banquet feast. The king puts on a celebration for the wedding feast of his son. The first to be invited ignore or refuse to come to the feast. So the king invites everyone whom they find in the streets, good and bad alike, says the gospel. And the hall was filled with guests. But we read this paragraph at that moment. But when the king came in to meet the guests, he saw a man there not dressed in a wedding garment. The king said to him, My friend, how is it that you came in here without a wedding garment? And he's expelled from the wedding feast. The guest was invited, but then he was not worthy of being in the hall. He was expelled. And Jesus ends the parable saying, many are invited, but few are chosen. It seems difficult to understand. He was invited, but then he was kicked out. 
we almost want to call out God and say, you know, make up your mind. Do you invite and then you kick people out? How does it work? This, is, this section of the parable is a reminder for all of us that it's not enough to be invited to the feast. You also need to become worthy of the call. When are we invited? The first invitation is at the moment of our baptism. At that moment, our names are made part of the guest list, we can say. But then the great king continues to invite us in many ways, going out into the streets and finding us where we are. Good and bad alike. The invitation is not because we are worthy, but because of his mercy. However, it's not enough. We need to make ourselves worthy by putting on the robe of salvation, the garment of holiness, our new identity. Jesus clothed himself with our humanity so that we may be able to clothe ourselves with his divinity, we could say. St. Paul summarizes it when he says in Romans 13, 14, Put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the desires of the flesh. Beautiful phrase that we should memorize. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ. That should be your robe. Put on Jesus Christ and make no provision for the desires of the flesh. This is the ultimate call. We're not just invited. We are chosen. We are chosen for holiness, a continuous growth in putting on Christ more and more every single day. There are really no excuses. When this man is confronted about his garment, the gospel says that he was reduced to silence. He had nothing to say in that moment. He was unable to find any excuse because he looked around himself in the feast and everybody else had the wedding garment. He was the only one who didn't have the wedding garment. Those who were invited exactly like him, good and bad alike, they all started from the same place. But they went through a transformation they put on Christ, we could say. Carlo Acuti, this Italian blessed that I was talking about, he was able to. And so we are able to. And he only lived for 15 years on this earth. He could probably find many excuses that it is hard in this time and age that I am not of that heroic kind, that I am sick at such a young age. But instead, he said, if you want to grow in holiness, you must want it with all your heart. Forgive the typo there. And if this desire has not arisen in your heart, you must ask for it with insistence to the Lord. In her words, there's no excuses. We need to want it more. If we are not there yet, 
We need to want it more. And if we don't, we need to ask the Lord to give us that desire. Desire to be holy. Desire to put on Christ. Holiness is a garment, as we were saying. Romans 13, 14, put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the desires of the flesh. It's like the clothes that we use every day. They are personal. We put on Christ. It's Christ in me. As my clothes are my own, it's Christ in me. Christ wants to live in you. And that is what Carlo Acuti was willing to do. He put on Christ in his own life in Milan, Italy. And Jesus wants to be a computer science major today, as Carlo had that interest. Jesus wants to be a freshman in college today in John Paul. He wants to be a runner in JJ. And he wants to go and work at the pharmacy in Isabella. It's Christ in me today. He wants to live in each one of us a personal and particular holiness. Even though we can share clothes in this life, and many sisters do that, you know, you can share clothes, or households, you know, you can share clothes, and that's okay. This clothes of holiness, you cannot share them. This is the only garment that we cannot share. It has to be yours, Christ in you. This blessed of uh, tough to pronounce Italian last name, said once, everyone is born as an original, but many people end up dying as photocopies. Provocative phrase. Don't let that happen to you. You cannot photocopy anybody else's holiness. You can't wear other people's robes. Christ wants to live in you today. And holiness is a garment that we need to wear every day. Revelation 19.8 reads, The saints wear a bright, clean linen garment. The linen represents the righteous deeds of the holy ones. That's the meaning of that garment. That's the meaning of that holiness. The righteous deeds of the holy ones. Maybe perfection that robe of holiness is not such an abstract concept as we think, but something very, very practical. We call perfect something that is without flaw, something that is complete, consistent, something that is sound. We mean the opposite of something that is imperfect. So St. John Henry Newman, he concluded, he then is perfect who does the work of the day perfectly. And we need not go beyond this to seek for perfection. You need not go out of the round of the day. He is perfect who does the work of the day perfectly. It is not so much about the what, but it's more about the how we do our duties how we wake up, how you pray in the morning, how you get ready for the day offering yourself to God, how you greet others, 
how you participate in your Zoom classes, how you eat for His glory, how you interact with others, how you pray your rosary, how you serve others, how you react when something upsets you, how you pray in the evening, how you go to rest at night. It's about the how, not so much about the what. In the end, Carlo Acuti didn't do anything extraordinary. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the desires of the flesh. So it's about putting on Christ every single day as we do what we have to do on that day. So the invitation is that this week, when getting ready in the morning, when getting dressed for the day, I invite you to pray so that that may not be like a wasted time or time that you lose. But as you are getting ready for the day and you're dressing up, I invite you to pray, to make that moment a prayerful moment for this week. Think of that garment of holiness that you are putting on. Put on the charity of Christ for those who are more difficult. Put on his joy. Put on his responsibility in this day. Put on his prayer to the Father. And you can even memorize that phrase from St. Paul that I just repeated many times in Romans. And you can say it with your own words. Father, today I want to put on Christ. Father, I want to put on Christ today and make no provision for the desires of the flesh. I want to put on Christ. We are now at the feast. This is the wedding feast of the Lamb. In a moment, Jesus himself comes down to nourish us. He's the one who makes us worthy of the call he, we have received. So let us say today with blessed Carlo Acuti, to always be close to Jesus, that is my life plan, so that we may put on Christ and make no provision for the desires of the flesh.